I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Turkey. Turkey. Jeff, join me in Turkey this weekend. Bill Gates said, Jeff, may I come to Turkey with you? Jeff, I would love nothing more for you to come to Turkey. Let me come to Turkey. And Jeff went, yes. Yes, I shall come to Turkey, Bill. Bill Gates hopped on a yacht with Jeff Bezos for his 66th birthday and a cove in Turkey. And I thought, how perfect for the pod. I didn't realize that you could still yacht in a Turkish cove this time of year, like late October. I think when you're rich, you can yacht. Anytime. But like, do you just go to sea you and no swim? You make it work. I guess like... They probably had like... Maybe it was just a booze cruise day trip. Yeah. And then they were staying in a Turkish hotel. But I was imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagine there was... Their uh, their chief stew was Lilo. <laughs> Lilo. She Lindsay was the Lohan. Ma- she was the maitre d' on the I show. I wish she was the DJ of their like dance <laughs> where she does like her Mykonos... Yeah. Welcome to Mykonos, bitch. Dance do, move. Do, do, do. She went, welcome to Turkey. Welcome to Turkey. And next we go to... Aman. Crete. Crete. And Aman. <laughs> Lindsay was relatively quiet this Halloween, Halloween weekend. Do they celebrate Halloween in Dubai? Don't oh, Real, Housewives. Real Housewives of Dubai. Yeah. I Can't saw that. Wait. Someone tagged me in a post. Excited. I need it. Yeah. Caroline Stanberry is going to be on it, who was on... Ladies of London. Ladies of London, who is... Does very, she live in Dubai now? She does, and she's very close with Lindsay. Oh, yeah, So okay. maybe... If Lin- Lindsay... Lo- don't even say it, because I don't even want to get, like, I know, excited. I had I saw someone say it, and I was like, that's actually a really good thought. If Imagine Lindsay if Lindsay Lohan was a real was housewife. on Real Housewives of Dubai. I would shit. I was. I would also shit. I would just sit down. I would. I'm about to shit now. Me too. Just at the thought of that being a reality. I don't think she will, but I pray. I pray she's I like pray a friend to of. She might be appear in an episode. 
She should. She hangs out with Caroline Stanberry all the time. I'm catatonic. I have nothing else to say. Right? I'm just getting sick of all this Lindsay Lohan teasing and no real, nothing has manifested yet. And I'm like, stop teasing me. Yeah. She's all about that right now. The tease isn't, it's not like when you're a Lindsay type character, the tease does nothing for anyone except you because you just actually need to put the content out. She would go, Oh, I'd love to, but the Federation won't let me. (laughs) They would not let me make appearances on reality television. The Federation has strict rules around reality appearances. <laughs> Only a show that involves me and my business endeavors is Her good. Po- she has a podcast. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? See, Lord no knows. one knows. God, I mean, good it's luck. It's the podcast. Getting it's a holiday movie. And then now this, which is not, no one has said like Lindsay's going to be on this show, but like everyone's thinking it. I mean, truly good luck getting Lindsay to, as we said this before, but truly good luck getting her to sit down and record an episode of a podcast without like... Like an just 30 doing minute, an hour. 30 just bathroom one breaks. hour, yeah. Like... Sig breaks. Red Bull breaks. Maybe she'll smoke while she pods. I think that's a cool move. Yeah, I would like to hear her exhaling mm-hmm. cigs. I like it when people smoke and pod. Yeah. What about... Yeah, I just like can't even go. I can't give myself the hope because I can't face that kind of disappointment. I'm ready for Dubai, though. Yeah, I mean, what's not to be ready for? I want extreme offensive wealth. That's like like all I want to watch on TV. I want like aquariums in your wall. Yeah. Floor to ceiling aquariums and like. I want just a room that's all the walls are aquarium. I want to feel like I'm watching people on a space station. Yeah. I want to go high up to the highest, highest point of the highest skyscraper and shoot a scene there. Yeah. Like what's that place? I want like dirty, dirty money. Mm -hmm. um, Chic money. Chic money. I want like really bad people, really good people. people. I want it all. People who want to kill gays. Yeah, I want some homophobes. <laughs> Please give me at least one raging homophobe on Dubai. Is Dubai, are they really anti-gay and like anti... I haven't heard anything. Or is that Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Is Dubai in Saudi Arabia? Uh, that's a great question. Mm. I'm not a geographer. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Gary, okay. okay, don't ask questions that you don't well, want answered. Or don't ask questions that you want answered. Let me know if I'm wrong. Happening. I'm sure I will be told I'm wrong, but <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Loot me out of it. I don't Loot care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. The Federation will let me appear on Bravo um, because it caters to gay men. <laughs> the Federation, the Federation the hates Federation. Bravo. They hate no, Bravo. I don't know if, what, they, what the Federation feels. The Federation feels burned after after a really successful endeavor, which saw, did yeah. not see the ratings that it should have, called Lohan Beach Club. The Lohan. Federation has said, we have banned reality programs. <laughs> you sound like one of those like Russian bot like po- ads that pop up where it's like, like fight the war, help us. And That's it's what like I'm some... going for. That's exactly <laughs> what under, I'm going We're for. under fucking attack. <laughs> Um, oh my God, I saw a crazy movie last night, Mm -hmm. decided to get pretty spooky. Okay. And by the way, it was very spooky in LA this weekend. Yeah. Super 
just like spookiness. There was lots of fog, like rolling fog that you could see yeah. and breathe. Yeah, it was very like Salem's Lot. It was neat. I enjoyed it immensely. Me too. Um, it was a moody Halloween weekend. And then I decided kind of last minute last night, I really like wanted to watch a scary. I like to watch a scary movie on Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I've also been just so loving movie theaters being open again. Like I'm just constantly at the yeah. movie theater now. And um friend of the pod, Matt Lally, for all you pump heads, had told me about this like 4K restoration of this movie Possession that came out in 1981. Oh. And so it's been like re-released yeah. in, in certain theaters. So I went to go see it last night and it did not disappoint. It's great, right? It's I haven't so seen the whole thing. Good. I feel like it's I would love it. It's fucking wild. Yeah. But in a great way. It's like reminded me of Closer, the mm-hmm. movie with like Julia Robert Roberts. and <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Julia Robert. Julia Robert. Um, because it's like this couple that's on the their marriage is like totally disintegrating, and, and Sam they're Neil just like so Sam Neil, hot. hot ass Sam Neil. Yeah. And this like actress Isabella Johnny, who's yeah, just she's amazing, stunning, and they're really just going through it, and no one knows she's like can't be with him anymore, and he thinks that she's cheating on him, and it turns him into like this creepy obsessive, mm-hmm. but then it turns out that she has way more demons and just getting dicked down by other guys. She has like a miscarriage and on the subway platform or something. Yeah. There's like a really long scene of her having like a harrowing miscarriage. Yeah. She's like bleeding out of her ears Yeah, and like oozing. There's so much ooze and just like <laughs> semen All and right, blood. It's a real like, yeah, it's a real jizz fest. Mm-hmm. And Everyone's dialed up to about twelve. From is she, just is she the amazing gen- in it? She's amazing. I think she tried to kill herself after the movie came out because she just was like so harrowed. It yeah. took her years to recover from like being in this role. Well, it's like The Exorcist, like mm-hmm. Linda Blair, which I watched yesterday. Oh, how was it? I want to watch that too. That's so good. It's like truly one of the best, just all around movies. Not even just it's a horror good movie. Revisit. I need to revisit. Um, but yeah, that movie. I can't believe... I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar, which she should have been, but she was like 12 playing that demon. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. Was she harrowed afterwards? Yeah. She, like, fell into drug addiction and, like, people... She had to walk around with bodyguards because people, like, were afraid of her and... (laughs) Love people being, like, fucking... No, she said people would, like, run away from her on the street. Obsessed. Because it was so... No one had ever seen a movie like this. Yeah, true. I just love, um, like, the pea-brained element of being, like, she's unable that. to separate a movie... From a child from actor. real life. Yeah. I live for that. No. Get away from me. Get away from me. But it was... Yeah. It's such a good movie. And it's so, like, shocking still. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't get away with that today. No. You can't get away with, like... Her mom... She makes her mom eat her bloody pussy. I know. Like, you could not have that happen today. A child actor making her mom... Like, that is crazy. Yeah. You <laughs> can't, like, have... The the level of to which they took <laughs> possession... Just, like, the level of ooze... This level of semen and blood ooze... Ugh. Like... 
blood semen. I just yearn for more blood semen, semen in movies. Honestly, yeah, we need to, like. I want to be shocked to my very core. I want to be like offended, like truly. Yeah. I want like my value system to be offended by a movie, and I don't think I've seen that really. The the last movie that really did that to me, and I loved was Mother. Huh. You should watch the Green Knight. There's semen in it. Okay. Um, Any other good jizz recommendation movies, please, <laughs> listeners, let me know. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. She gets Migs, throws his throws cum his, at her face. Yeah. <laughs> that's a light. That's jizz light. Light jizzing. <laughs> Diet jizz. Um, I also watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Yeah, and Simon so had good. never seen it, and he's from Austin, and he, like, his whole life was like too scared to watch it Mm -hmm. and i i guess i didn't he doesn't like torture movies like he doesn't like when people are being held captive and i like kind of overlooked at the end that she's bound to a chair and forced to watch them like eat her friends yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like it's not a weird family dinner i was like it's not a torture movie (laughs) and he was like okay then let's watch it and we watched it and then like the last like twenty minutes are her being like syst- like emotionally terrorized by yeah. this, this family, physically terrorized yeah. as well. And Simon was just sort of laughing, and he was like, "I can't believe you don't think this is a torture." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess it kind of is." It definitely is. Yeah, but it's such a good movie. Also, the remake starring Jessica Biel was fucking dope too. It was pretty good. Um, I'm yeah, it was good. So excited. I really did a day at the cinema yesterday because I also saw Last Night in Soho, which oh, I right. liked a lot. I didn't want to see it. It's good. I mean, I'm an Anya Taylor-Joy I, I love head, her. Yeah. and so I was here for it. Um, But I saw a preview for this new Roland Emmerich movie. Oh, Moon? Moonfall. Oh, we're going to go see it. When I tell you I was like cheering... I can't fucking wait. It's that looks so good. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. She's back. She's like the president or like play. Like she's flying. Of, she's flying some ships. Head, head of NASA. <laughs> uh, that guy from The Conjuring's in it. Yeah. Patrick Wilson. Patrick in Wilson. It. it looks. The effects look so good. And it's truly like. It's nonsense. Uh, disaster movies are one of my favorite genres. Me too. Like they're the best kind of movies. And it just feels so, it feels like a healing moment to just see the moon crash slowly into the earth. And like seeing things, Roland Emmerich loves things being sucked into the sky. Loves like gravity. it. Gravity. He loves to just watch things get torn apart. Okay. What was interesting, there was like synergy at play because I, my some of my like really new age accounts that I follow on Instagram one of them and I don't know if this is like a paid advertisement it's speaking of paid advertisement what I don't even think is that in your shot oh I just thought it I thought was she is this for an ad no <laughs> yeah like I'm low-key yeah, yeah Starbucks is they're like no not enough people know yeah. about us we're gonna need to advertise <laughs> on this niche podcast well, TikTok. I love that you would think that. I did. <laughs> I have delusions of grandeur for us. Um, this account posted like some conspiracy theory that this like doctor is saying that the moon is going to crash into the earth. And then I like went to this account and like was watching all these videos. And I was like, couldn't tell if it was real or if it's just like 
they're trying to do some like grassroots marketing for mm. the movie and i and at first before i saw that trailer i was like is this truly like conspiracy theorists peddling like yeah. the tall tale of the moon just crashing into earth mm-hmm. and i think it's now just like a grassroots thing but i don't know i think they're always there's i mean always there's someone there's a there's a whole conspiracy about planet x which is like a planet that's supposed to it has another name that sounds like ancient sounding, but it's supposed to crash into the earth. I think there's like lots of conspiracies about like large spherical objects crashing. People into are us. very worried about that. Yeah. As am I. I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah. I'm more worried about like, you know, earthquake number war. one, <laughs> the big one earthquake number civil, civil un- unrest. Numero uno. Um, <laughs> I'd say planet crashing, probably third or fourth. But at least that will be a quick apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, Slow you know about apocalypse. it for like a week. There's nothing you can do. There's and nothing you can do. Smash. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Also, a great disaster movie is Greenland. Oh, I haven't seen that. With Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard, <laughs> Gerard, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. I've heard of him. He's really sexy in it it's about an asteroid it's like kind of a deep impact sort of send up and it's really good the effects are great cool i also want to watch the wave which was like oh it's great okay yeah i haven't that's been on my watch list for a long time and it's it's time to wave now there's a whole genre of scandinavian disaster movies that like i've seen now all the movies Uh uh-huh there's a sequel to the wave called the the quake and it's (laughs) After the wave comes the quake. It's the same family. And I'm like, damn, there they go again. Just (laughs) sucked into another disaster. It's truly abysmal, but the wave is actually pretty good. I, one of my like favorite bad disaster movies is the rocks movie. The earthquake. San Andreas. San Andreas. Isn't Kylie Minogue in it? Yeah. She like falls out out of a (laughs) restaurant window during a huge quake. Um, Volcano is a great disaster. Oh, yeah. Volcano is incredible. LA disaster movie. How's your La Brea journey going? It's okay. There's some new additions to the (laughs) dimension. I'm all caught up. Next episode comes out on... Are you Team Earth or Team 10,000 BC? I'm... I'm kind of Team Earth. (laughs) I'm like, turn your back. Do you think Earth should just like forget about it? I kind of think they do. Right? Yeah. Like, if there's a portal that opens up, it's probably for the best that you don't check it out. <laughs> and all the people that went in there probably belong there. They probably are better off down also, there. Also, a great disaster show that's out that I told you. I think I talked to you a little about it. But Oh, Why the Last Man? No, The Invasion. What's that? It's on Apple TV. It's... Oh. And Apple TV, like, to be honest... Apple like, TV really is, like, like, the most boring content. But Invasion's good. I think it's good. It has mixed reviews, but I think it's really good. It's, like, an alien invasion told through the perspective of, like, people all around the world. So it's not just, like, people in America. Mm-hmm. And the aliens are, like, super mysterious. Sam Neill's in it. And My they're all connected daddy. somehow. And so it's very, like, kind of almost soap opery, but it's really cool and the effects are awesome because it's okay. Apple money. It's like movie effects. Okay. I and love that. The main the, the main woman is this I think she's Iranian actress. I've seen her before. She's so fucking beautiful and so good at acting. It's like she, I feel like she's about to be like a new star. Hell yeah. And she plays like a woman whose husband has cheated on her. It's really good. But okay. it's like all this shit's happening and the aliens are really scary. 
and they're causing like blackouts around the world and like weird things. People are getting nosebleeds inexplicably. And there's a guy in, in Afghanistan who's like, it's crazy. Okay. Watch it. Maybe there's, I'll check that out. There's like a lesbian moment going on. Love that. You'll love it. I've got to finish you and then mm-hmm. I'll be able to move on to like a new yeah. program. You. You. I fell off. Something about it is just like incredibly satisfying and you can kind of be on your phone while you watch uh-huh. it. And I appreciate that. Um, a guy, a friend of mine who was in Heather's was in season two, James Scully. Mm-hmm. He plays 40. Oh yeah. So 40 I, is I'd watch it for him. Such an annoying character. He plays him really well. good at that. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good. Cause I'm like, I hate 40, but I, he's a really but, like, good actor. Go off King. You're yeah. killing it. Um, so I'll watch it. At yeah. Some point. And I like Victoria Pedretti. She's really blowing up right now. I yeah. feel like memes ruined like the U twist for me. Cause I like know now, like <laughs> <laughs> she's in like all those haunting of Hill house shows. Who? Victoria Pedretti. Oh, she is. And there's this one meme of her like walking. Seen that one? <laughs> no. Where she's, she's in this like pink tee and like mom jeans and she's just walking like rushing down a hallway and it became a meme and they would like <laughs> superimpose her i'll show you because <laughs> i think she's very short so she's <laughs> she seems short because she's like like pen badge is not like a no, tall not, guy and like she's king. like very like much shorter than him and mm-hmm. so i was like wow she's almost like little person level i feel like Penn or blake lively used to like tower over him mm-hmm. it was probably like a lot of apple boxes when filming oh my god also i'm sure they picked apples all the time the two of them. yeah blake is like a fall influencer she is like autumnal vibes yeah i bet she and blake like went to like upstate and like antique together mm-hmm now I'm like randomly obsessed with Penn Badgley because of you. He's hot. He's so hot. He's so chiseled. He's good at acting. Mm-hmm. As I said, nominate him. <laughs> for an Oscar. Nominate him for a No, he should be nominated Emmy. for an Emmy or something. He should be nominated for at least a, <laughs> a meaningless cursed Golden Globe. If Kate Hudson can get it for music. Yeah. Someone fucking pad the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's pockets, give them like a hundred dollars and nominate Penn. I think one of the darkest LA moments I've ever had was walking to my AA meeting and walking by the Hollywood Foreign Press headquarters <laughs> and there were people like tourists taking photos. And I was just like You're like this the is the bar is pretty low. <laughs> Damn, aim bigger. At least go to Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> they probably did. I know. That seems like the trajectory of someone that would tour Hollywood Boulevard and then need to go down to... Scientologists. Yeah, or just like really loving the chaos of... (laughs) Hollywood. Also, another cursed LA moment was my other recovery meeting was across the street from Jessica Biel's uh, now defunct FUD shop. Oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Which I ate there once. Yeah? Yeah. How was it? Just fine. Really expensive. Yeah. For like grilled cheese sticks. 
It was like a place where moms kids where moms could eat like kids food. And get like fucked up all the kids. Get fucked up and like throw your kid in a daycare in the side. And then like have some mommy juice. It's now like <laughs> it's now a restaurant called Olivetta that I don't know if it's open or not, but it looks like it's a front. Yeah, it's so weird. I think that that actual location is definitely cursed. I mean, I remember being like smoking a cig and being like, damn, this is like this, place, this city is bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I'm like staring at Jessica Biel's fudge shop. Yeah. Trying to stay sober. It's hard when that when you're confronted with an owl fudge. Sobriety is tenuous at best. Oh my god, my my least favorite couple in Hollywood. They're the worst. What's great about them? Nothing. <laughs> she's yeah. at least amazing. Yeah, she's at least talented. She's talented, beautiful, smart, savvy, killing it. Except her played a nineteen-year-old in <laughs> in uh, that sinner. show, The Sinner. She's gonna play a new unhinged woman. And the show about a woman who kills her friend. Hell yeah. Who's like lives in Oklahoma. Oh my God. Right up my fa- It was alley. a true story. She like. Oh, and Melanie Linsky's playing the friend. Oh, perfect. My other, my true queen. Love her. I think it's called the Betsy something story. My brilliant friend. Is that what it's called? My brilliant friend. My brilliant Haas. <laughs> H-O-S-S. My lass. My brilliant My lass. brilliant lass. <laughs> My brilliant getup. My brilliant gal. <laughs> <laughs> the Oklahoma's Aloya Ferrante. The Oklahoma's Ferranti. answer to my brilliant friend. <laughs> my my, my brilliant smart gal. My smart gal. <laughs> my smarty pants gal. <laughs> anyway, speaking of my brilliant friends. Guys. I'm Carrie. I'm Laura. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Salty Utah Queens. Queens. By the way, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's now Christmas. In where? Just the season started. Oh, I resent that. Well, go to any C- CVS. I was at the Grove yesterday and there up. was a Halloween. It was like some Spotify like Halloween <laughs> activation of sorts. And then behind that was the Christmas tree being decorated. Like oh the Christmas God. stuff was already being put up at, on Halloween, which felt very like, fuck you. Like, can't you just do this on Monday? Why the giant you do tree? This? The giant tree. Oh, the skyscraper tree. Yeah. And I was like, is it really necessary to start this on Halloween on one of the most crowded days at the Grove where people were bringing their kids to like trick or treat and stuff? Like, have some us- fucking respect. Can Give me one second. Can capitalism please just let us have time? I just thought the Grove would do things a little bit differently. I thought that they actually cared about holidays. They're already transitioned. Like they were getting ready. CVS was fully in Christmas mode last week. Yeah. It's over. Time is just, it's just Christmas and then when the next Christmas is, everything else is just the in between. I got myself like some planner slash like mystical moon journal from like some mystical account that i follow last (laughs) year i get it every year and never write in it and then today i was like wow remember when i got that journal and did not even crack it open to do one thing with it did you take to it 
No, I didn't. That's oh. the whole point. I didn't. I announced November. I'm like, well, it's too late now. Yeah. I mean, I write in a different journal, but this one is like, it tells you like astrology thing and like blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, mm-hmm. moon phases, et cetera. Well, you Not missed that me. train. Yeah. Won't be buying. Well, you won't get me a third <laughs> year in a row. <laughs> I saw it was trending on Twitter next Halloween. People were already. T- I'm like, shut the fuck up. Give us a break. That's so over it. Time thieves. Time capers. We're just going to start living like two years in advance. Live in the now, I say. Me too. Also, I'm going to need everyone to get the fuck off of Lisa Barlow's back. Let her breathe. Okay, I have a... Let her be an entrepreneur for one goddamn second. I have a divisive opinion. What's that? I kind of am not liking her anymore. I love her and there's nothing that can be done uh, to take to think, take my love away. I think she's tr- I think she's trouble. And I think if she's good trouble, I like it. I she's an essential part of the show, but I'm not really I'm kind of leaving team Barlow and being team nothing. Okay, good. Cuz if you said team Whitney, we oh, were going to have a no. problem. I'd rather be team Lisa than team Whitney, but I'm starting to see stuff about Lisa that I'm not fond of. She definitely is like plotting, but she brings a lot of drama to the table. Not very organically, but Mm. at least she's like doing the work. Just the thing. I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but the thing about Mary and her friend, like the fact that she, I don't know. We'll get to it. Um, I just have to say Salt Lake City, the way they film it looks like just a giant storage unit facility. <laughs> I was missing SLC in this episode. Yeah, I was too. I was really craving Cucina. Cucina Tuscana and like needed to go back to Valters. I love like the Ruth's Chris moment, like mm-hmm. miss renting the bikes. I want to take to Park City. The scooters. Yeah. Like I want to like be back there in a major way. It was fun. Meredith and Brooks are, or Brooks is making a smoothie and he goes, I'm making one for you. And she goes, I don't drink my food. Just my alcohol. I love that. Um, Stuart and Jen are letting us watch them work. And you hear Stuart go, uh, so yeah, that information infomercial account is doing really well. And then Jen feeds him a banana. And I was like, damn, you guys are bold. Yeah. You guys are really ballsy. Yeah. You guys are, you got some bowls, got some bowls. And also this is, I forgot that next week is the week. Yeah. I'm Jen gets glad arrested. that it's happening mid-season. Mid-season. I thought that it was going to be like towards the end, but now we get her arrest and then the rest of the season to play out in the aftermath, the, the Jen Shaw takedown. She's a full-blown psycho. Fully unhinged. Sociopath. Like the, I believe like she steals everything. Me too. Like, I think she's, I think a, she's, she's a like klepto. a klepto. Which is a sign of being a... I think a sociopath is like being a klepto. Really? Or not being a klepto, just stealing things without mm-hmm. remorse. Jax Taylor style. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny and Dewey have the pleasure of watching their cute little daughter do bubble experiments on Science Saturday. Did and she, then fart. She farts? True comedian vibes. <laughs> she goes, uh-oh, I farted. <laughs> Love her I was like, so much. go off. Um, Lisa and her son Jack head into like a barn and he's wearing like ski sunglasses as regular sunglasses. I need Jack to take a chill pill with those sunglasses and his like Louis Vuitton fanny pack. I feel like (laughs) 
I can't see it anymore and I want to root for him, but he makes it hard with those. I feel like Lisa, at first I was like, oh my God, does she have the whole family with like the Bluetooth thing in? And then I was like, Lisa is definitely, will have the Barlow family all chipped at some point. Yeah. Or at least they're going to get Google Glass. What'd you say? Google Glass. Yeah. They're all going to have their, be able to like on their wrists, like type in do 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 with like a hologram showing up mm-hmm. we're all gonna get chipped together it's gonna be really good family she goes i'm just glad jack and henry got us involved with this because the last thing i needed was another business she says it's <laughs> their business that she alleges that they started i'm also like they are children there's it's a little weird i have to say it's a little, so they're doing a a, a fundraiser party for their fresh wolf body wash company that Jack and Henry Barlow have spearheaded. Mm-hmm. Henry being seven. Yeah. Henry <laughs> is seven years old. Jack is maybe freshly 18 or something. He's 16. 16. Great. And they've decided to throw an event because Lisa says, like, now we just need to partner up with a charity. And that's the next step. So I didn't know that was like the next step when you're an entrepreneur, but it seems like a good step. Yeah, you just start, you decide, get the venue space, get the catering, get all the alcohol, and then be like, okay, what fundraiser should we? But question, they're having this like fundraiser for only 30 people. Feels like you can't raise that many funds. COVID? Oh, yeah. A little thing called. But like, how, doesn't it cost like a ton of money to put on an event? Maybe they're all really rich. It looked like they were like classmates of. Yeah. Jack and Henry is there. Lisa's running around to all the women who work at the venue going, my son's really spearheaded this. <laughs> They're doing it with like a foster care charity, which is very sweet of them. And then we find out that my man, your man was adopted and returned and then put into foster home. Which I, I was like, damn, <laughs> truly a roller coaster of a great. first year existence. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know. To say, like, you can return a human, it seems, like, wrong. Well, maybe the biological family wanted him back. And there was some loophole, and then they were not fitted to be parenting him, so he was taken and put into a foster home. I'm going to need John Barlow to write a book. Me too. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Jack is like, talks like he's 34 Mm -hmm. and he's like working at a startup in Flatiron in Manhattan. Yeah. He's like, so yeah, I'm really seeing like uh, over here. I was just like, my God. I know. I thought I was 18. It's a little creepy. It's like, where's your childhood? But I think he's also like a responsible young man. No, I know. But like, and look, kids, especially today are a lot smarter than I was when I was that age, but I'm just like, I was like playing like ding dong ditch when I was 16. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was an idiot who drank and like driving drunk and like getting arrested. I wasn't going to like being like a huge liability. I wasn't like, had didn't have my like handleless mic being like, all right, so, uh, <laughs> bring those chairs over there. We're going to put some folding, folding tables back there. 
Yeah. Light scheme over here. Photo booth over there. I was like partnering with my friends to buy like shitty cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) That was your fundraiser. That was my fundraiser. Yeah. My fundraiser was like stealing money from my dad's wallet and spending it on drugs. Yeah. Side note. I was thinking I just had a thought this weekend of because someone had brought up like Claudia Conway or something like that. And like where did she remember her? She really like came and went in a lot of ways, but I was just thinking like, thank God for my parents. I didn't have social media when I was young because I would have exposed them. I would have exposed them time and time again. Like Claude. Oh, I would have gone full Claudia or like full Denise Richards daughter and just like devoted my life to exposing them. Remember the Claudia video where they were both in bed in like matching PJs and they had COVID and <laughs> Kelly sounded so ill. She goes, turn the phone off. About COVID? About COVID? About COVID? No, I would have literally, my parents would have, would have been, been so excited. Like that, that's a huge bullet dodged for all of us. God, uh, Yeah, our, just our whole generation. Thank God we only had like, the beginnings of social media and not like fully in it. Yeah. Like all I could do was like Snapchat. cyber on AOL and then like <laughs> have like the worst it got was like, I sent my brother like a death threat on AOL. <laughs> yeah. I <would laughs> but like, like, I would like coordinate my braces to my aim text box and font the colors of my braces to what my text, like that's, that's how crazy I got. <laughs> yeah. I just like did some light cyber bullying yeah. and like threats don't we all? But never got a chance to really... Well, maybe I did expose some people, but like never got a chance to fully expose my parents. So they should also think they're lucky yeah. stars. <laughs> <laughs> About COVID? About COVID? <laughs> Get your ass down there. Claude. Where is she? Like a wilderness I don't school? know, because she was on American Idol. <laughs> that wasn't then- Katy Perry being like, Mm. And you have a hard time with your family, right? I was just like, God, everyone is so mental for this. <laughs> it was sick. Um, Mary goes to Trattoria Francesco. La Trattoria. It's pouring rain. It looks really cozy. Oh, I was. This was when the moment where I was like, need to be there. And she sits down, and the waiter seats her, and she goes, Bajono. Is it Bajone? Bajono? And he goes, Bongiorno. And she goes, Ah, Bajono. She goes, Is it Bajino? <laughs> I love, is it Bajone? Yeah. She goes, Every time I go to Italy, I always try to, is it Bajone? Bajono? And then she goes, Also, every restaurant in Salt Lake is just La Cucina. Why? Like, I, <laughs> I didn't know there was such an Italian. I really identify with like their Italian food fetish. Yeah. But it, they take it to it a, is every restaurant is an Italian restaurant. But they take it to new levels of because it's it's not like the Italian you, you want the Italian of like Jersey like smoky like dim like red sauce. Yeah, I mean I will pretty much take any Italian. No, totally. Restaurant. But their Italian is like open, cold. Like this is like a this is like a she she. This is I think a, seemingly, I think they're trying to outdo Walter. To which I say, good fucking luck, because there was no one in your restaurant. Maybe. But I'm just saying, I'm ready to start a war. 
for Vault on the behalf of Valtos, mm-hmm. even though they, de- even though they, even denied, though they us. denied us. But I honestly, I you have to respect them. Speaking of the Christmas season, being, we didn't play by their rules. Being denied at the end, we were. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I need to like make a stop by and just like one night in SLC Do on my way Tony. out to like Philly and go to Valtos just solo. Do it. It's my like Moby Dick. Valter is my Moby Dick. I don't have like the same yearn to go back. All as... I can think about is how Valter smelled. Mm, it was. It smelled really. It good. It smelled so good, yeah. and it was so cozy in there. Oh wait, speaking of Philly, shout out to these two listeners who came out to me at a party this weekend. Hell yeah! And said that they're going to be in the Philly show because they're from Philly. That's great. I'm we love to see it. But shout sold out, out to you. show. Sold out show. Thank you for being part of that. Um, Whitney arrives and Mary goes, ciao, Bella. <laughs> She's fully Italian. Yeah. Heather comes. It's pouring rain. Heather goes, can I give you my umbrella? And then they all take a seat and the waiter is making a big show of giving them like salmon carpaccio. Ooh. And Mary goes, oh, I like my salmon completely done. Yeah. Mary has a fear that when she eats raw fish that it's going to come to life. Which is a healthy fear. She She thinks her salmon's like the wall salmon, the trout that goes like Take me to the river. <laughs> she saw that episode of Sopranos and was yeah. like, that's it. Uh Mary her beliefs around food and drink are completely ill informed. Yeah, it's it's a I little... understand not liking like raw fish. It's but not for everyone. She spreads misinformation. <laughs> She's spreading a lot. And as a sparkling water advocate, I take deep umbrage with her trying to spread the misinformation that sparkling water will fr- will harden your ovaries. Well, I mean, I said it's like patently false. She says things that are like, oh, a cult leader would say those. Mm-hmm. It's like when you hear about this crazy shit that like some of these more infamous cults believed in even early on like the rules and like the views that their leader like it sounds sometimes like what mary's saying yeah it definitely does that like food will come back to life if you don't cook it like i want her to thrive yeah but she's also a cult leader yeah <laughs> but i'm like when you start attacking sparkling water that's where this one has to draw the line and i draw the line in attacking salmon yeah i'm draw, and i love a salmon carpaccio so I, I take umbrage with that as well Salmon's been my thing since I was a boy. Uh, we love, we know you love salmon. Yeah. Um, we know you love salmon. Shut the fuck up, Carrie. <laughs> Whitney goes, what did you think about snow tubing? And Mary goes, no, next time take your kids. <laughs> Which is great. The perfect um, answer. They talk about church and then Whitney goes, I don't think I own anything that could get me into the church. While she's wearing like a fully high-necked blouse. I was like, you could literally be in a church right now. I don't think I own anything that if I walked into a church, I might burst into flames. I do not think I own anything that could get me into a church. I love the flashback of Lisa just like talking shit to Whitney's face. She goes, I feel like we need to style Whitney out, Mare. And Whitney goes, why? What is wrong with my style? And she goes, it's a little Utah. And I was like, it is a little. It's very Utah. That was It's inflamed. Yeah. Um, Whitney goes, if Lisa Barlow was in the Avengers, she'd be the button pusher. 
because she <laughs> likes to just push your buttons. I was like, honey, I wrote, save the comedy act. Whitney, shut up. Shut the fuck up, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I've had just about enough of you. I, I write my own jokes. <laughs> so... Whitney will also try it. She's someone that would... Whitney's a fucking button pusher. Takes yeah. one to no one. So then Whitney is like... Whitney brings up the fact that like Lisa and Mary got into it mm-hmm. at the snow tubing. And Mary says that she... The galaxy brain that Mary goes into here <laughs> is actually crying. impressive. Starts weeping, crying. She says she's just so triggered when... Anyone question her because she lost her mom, which I thought I thought it was going to be like Mary told her mom she had cancer and her mom like refused to believe her and her mom died. And that's how she lost her. But she said, no, she just lost touch with her mom because her mom didn't believe what Mary said in regards to it being God's will for her to marry Robert Sr. She goes, she literally says, I'm very triggered by this because I lost someone who questioned me. So she's basically saying... I literally was like, oh my God, this is like a a horrible health thing, like blah, blah, blah. No. She's saying that anyone who questions her authority... Or just her knowledge... Is lost. And so she's very triggered by that. They will lose her. Yeah. And she will lose them just because they They disagree. Yeah. So that's another thing that's like, oh my God. Like, I mean, I know like we, we like... We stand her. We like. No, love her. Don't want her to go anywhere. But I'm also like, bitch, you're fucking crazy. I don't want to be in her church. Well, honey, don't worry. No, I'm just saying like (laughs) she's she's certifiable. Some of her beliefs. Totally. I mean, she says her she and her mom haven't spoken in 25 years because her mom was pissed that Mary was going to marry Robert Sr. I think she wanted to marry Robert Sr. Yeah. And. In, and just didn't believe Mary when she said it was God's will. So she took off and started her own cult and then took one of her siblings. The rest stayed. And throughout this whole conversation, I kept waiting for them to circle back to like addressing the fact that what Mary said about sparkling water just wasn't true. Mm-hmm. But this is. No, you this, can't. They're trying to have a Lisa takedown, and mm-hmm. they won't. They that involves listening to that Mary. involves lies and supporting lies and supporting Mary's delusions. delusions. <laughs> Heather, the minute Mary started talking about her mom, you just see a tear fall down Heather's eye. I was like, my God, you ladies, you guys are all fucking. You're dumb dumbs you're for all this. Up. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not like anti Lisa. I just am starting to be like, I don't want to be part of any of this. Oh, I'm in it. I'm like a thousand. I'm ride or die Barlow Hive. I mean, I'm still wearing my... I enjoy the meddling. I like that she meddles. I like that she sets up like very staged conversations. I'm still wearing my Bluetooth. She's doing the work Mm -hmm. and helping out. She's helping the show ultimately. Um, They do a... We cut to the Barlows, speaking of, and the boys are doing a photo shoot for Fresh Wolf. She goes, Jack, what's the plan? I'm here to support you. He brings out his his iPhone notes. He has a whole thing of like requirements on For his, his phone. shoot. Professional. Yeah. She goes, Jack has been making business plans since he was three years old. I doubt that. I don't think he has. Yeah. I don't think when he was three, he made a business plan. 
Yeah, he was, he was making five-year plans when he was five. A business, a business plan. Yeah, was he like pooping and then like <laughs> selling it or like throwing it over the neighbor's fence? Like, did he type up a document and then give it to you as a PDF and it was his business plan? Like, I want to see, I want to see his three-year-old business plan. Me too. Did he give his Play-Doh to a friend and then said, okay, now you give me your Play-Doh? That's business. Yeah, that but what you're talking that's about? just that's like a transaction. That's yeah. not a plan. I want like what's the dossier? <laughs> Show me the PowerPoint. He's doing Henry, he's like coaching Henry. He's like, Yeah, Henry, add a boy, Henry. And then Jack does his own photos and he's doing that like TikTok face where it's like Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. He's Is Fresh Wolf supposed to be for just like boys, Andy Cohen teens, and men? Andy Cohen posted a Fresh Wolf Spawn Con? Yeah, where he was like in the shower with it. I was just like Is it that good? I don't know. Do I need some Fresh Wolf body wash? Barlow got to him. Maybe he likes it. Maybe. I w- you should try some Fresh Wolf. No. I refuse. Really? Yeah. Even if they sent it to you? I mean, yeah, if they want to send me I'm not going to buy it though. I'm so curious as to what it smells like. Probably smells like Axe. (laughs) Jen Shaw shows up to the Fresh Wolf photo shoot. You thought about that for a second. You were like... I thought it did, but then... No, because that's what my first instinct was like. It smells like Axe. But then I went into deep thought because I was like, I don't think Fresh Wolf would do that. Like, they're trying to be different Mm -hmm. and like like how they do things differently. Like, make a splash in the marketplace. Like, I want to know what it's... I mean, I'm curious, but I don't want to buy it. Yeah, Fresh Wolf, send us product. Send, us, we'll, we'll send carry it. product. Yeah, and you. you can have... I don't want it because I don't like the packaging and I'm particular about smells. I like bar soap. I use bar, only bar soap. Or I use like Kosa Sport body wash. I only use bar soap and I feel completely unclean if I only use body wash. If I'm like somewhere and they only have body wash, I'm like... Ugh. This body wash is like, I use it to deal with like any sort of back knee or like post-workout no, exfoliation. I'm, not about, I'm, I'm just talking about people, like there's people who only use liquid soap. No, I'm a bar soap bitch. I'm, me too. Through I'm caress. Yeah. Um, Jen uh, enters wearing a wolf head. This was... Is that real? The mark of the beast. This was like... I'm kind of into how like just decidedly pro fur they are. Oh no, I like it. I like that. I think if you're in mountain time zone, that's a, it's okay to wear fur. I think it's a real wolf head. It was. Yeah. (laughs) It's a timber wolf head. Would I wear a wolf head? No, because I'm not trying to channel the devil, but, and also like, but like when in Rome, fur, baby fur, you gotta stay warm. Jen walks in and she goes, auntie Jen has arrived and she just like comes in and just takes over the photo shoot and then joins the photo shoot. Makes Lisa wear one of her own wolf heads. It's cursed. It's true. They look like Beowulf. Yeah. Like Jen coming in there, I was taken back to a place, <laughs> that horror book that I was talking about on the bonus episode. Which one? The the Only Good Indians. Oh, right. They're like really, they're like where there's like pelt. There's yeah. a lot of like pelt drama in that. And it, mm-hmm. I immediately was like, brought back to a place of that book but they're like it's it's kind of fascinating that they're like they're so breathlessly not trying to pretend that they don't like fur no i mean i think if mountain it's yeah it's different in the mountains it's just funny yeah 
That's mountain culture and also Italian-American Staten Island culture. Yeah. The Venn diagram. Wait, speaking of Staten Island culture, huge congrats to Renee Graziano. She was engaged. She got engaged this weekend. She stoned. Stoned. She got a stone. She got a stone and was stoned. Also called a rock. No, she looked gorgeous. She's fucking glowing. Her man is, he's very handsome. He's like they, so handsome. They're, I'm they're a hot couple. Here for her true love journey. I do hope that this, this is her moment. This is a relationship that will last the rest of her life. Like she deserves I wish this. her well. She does deserve happiness. A nice man who's from Houston. He's not an, at all from like the New York area or involved in any of like her father. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a beautiful partnership and get away from junior Renee. Congratulations to the whole team. Honestly. Also speaking of Staten Island, hmm. did you see rumor the photos of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson at Knott's Berry farm holding hands on a roller skate? roller coaster no they were there with courtney and travis and then and then page six did the stupidest headline today they went such clearly a troll headline but it was kim kim kardashian arrives in pete davidson's native new york i was like pete davidson's native new york that's the first person i think of when you say new york pete Pete davidson's new york yeah but they say they're just friends but i don't know Oh my god! I literally someone tweeted when she was on SNL. Can't wait for Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian to start dating. And I was like, Oh my god, they're gonna start dating. He scares me. Something he's got something. Does he just have? A, he probably he has, has a, a giant, huge dick. massive cock. Huge schlong, and like he's like funny, funny, but like also like kind of sickly energy that you you're like oh. I want to take care. I want to like nurture him. Yeah. He's like, the I want to like make him a chicken soup and like, maybe he can get his glow back. She's like, he's like the giant sickly version of Timothy Chalamet. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. Cause Timmy also has sickly Victorian energy, but not as bad as Pete. Pete looks ill. Pete. Yeah. Pete and I Ill. think, and it's like, <laughs> But then he's got something. He's got some rest. But he just only dates like famous, hot, hyper hot, famous people. Yeah. And the Kardashians are going like full, like sickly tattoo guys now. It's just, yeah. Those photos of Courtney and Travis as true romance shook me to my core. And it, I had to unfollow Courtney after that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm done here. I saw a couple wearing a Courtney and Travis costume and they actually look good. Oh, that's a good costume. Yeah. But like Travis Barker with like no tattoos, you just realize like what a pinhead he is. And I was like, whoa. I used to think he was cute when I was. When I, I think he's the- hot with like the tats yeah. and stuff, but like yeah, a I- no tat. I was like, oh, there's a reason that there are all those tattoos. But yeah, I'm, I I mean, I don't, who knows about Kim and Pete, but like it's a little. I don't know. I could see that for attention. But also, Kim, you can do better than Pete Davidson. Yeah, but so can like Kate Beckinsale. So can Margaret Qualley. So can that Bridgerton lady. Bridgerton. So can who else? Didn't he take Cindy Crawford's daughter? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Kaya like, Gerber. Yeah. I'm Cassie like, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, she gets a pass because she was like the first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. 
And then he like took a turn and went down a road to which there's no recovery. He can only date if you're not famous, you have to have a famous parent. He can yeah. only date. Fame is numero uno. That is his what makes his cock so hard and so big is if you're famous. Or spawn of famous. Or child of famous. Mm-hmm. Nothing else will do. No. But where do you go? Kim Kardashian is the most famous person well, in the world. Probably... So then where do you go from there? Dating like an AI. Elizabeth Taylor hologram. AI. <laughs> His dick has never been bigger than with Kim. Huge dick. He must have. Yeah. Is I, he I... just really good in bed? Like I... he doesn't strike he me doesn't... as being having like a lot of sexual swagger. No. He's always like. Isn't he always like in peril? It seems like like emotional yeah. peril. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that that's like it's like, like a care. Like there. it is like a care. It ignites the caretaker within where you're like, I want, I which it, I can't relate to that. I'm looking for someone to take care of this mental HUD case. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean I was like, okay, good, that's. The one, my first thought when I saw that the th- the four of them were at Not Scary Farm was that's so Southern California. And I wish that we had been at Not Scary that night. I love Not Scary Farm. So I, I was know. like, they have good taste, at least, and thrills. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, Kim. Don't do this, girl. You need to date like. I don't even know who she could date. A senator. <laughs> mm. No. She needs to date like. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, she needs to just date like an, an like a famous inanimate object. The She's, Chrysler Tower would be a good yeah. Kim Kardashian should start dating like the Statue of Liberty. She should date a really hot car. Yeah, <laughs> like Titan. Yeah, she should go full Titan and then date like she should just invent a car and is then that, date it. Is that the next level of celebrity fame? I the think c- so. Celebrities dating inanimate objects. That's for her seems like the next logical step. If you're as famous as her, which is like and maybe as rich, never been b- before, like in his in modern history, like yeah, even more famous than like, I mean, debatable. But your only option is t- to date like the, the Taj Mahal mm-hmm. or like Big Ben. Yeah, Big Ben. Big would be Ben seems mm, no. He actually he seems no. A Big Ben seems like a drag. He's gay. Yeah, that is gay. I Statue think of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Uh, Chrysler Tower, I Hoover think, Dam. is great. Maybe for a second. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit of the Hoover. I think she should date a national park. Like, she, <laughs> she should, should date, date Yellowstone, Yellowstone National Park. Oh, my God. She should date a geyser. <laughs> she should date Old Faithful. Yeah. Holy shit. No, she, she should, should date, date the like oldest redwood tree in German, North America. General Sherman. Yeah, that's <laughs> she hot. Should, <laughs> she, <laughs> she should date Mount Rushmore. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, no, no. For no. a stunt. They could go out once. They could be seen. They could be seen together one time and it could be like a will they or won't they, but no touch. She should date the American-Canadian border. She should be photographed like snogging a tree. <laughs> Oh my god, that needs to happen. Or like a boulder. Like she needs to date like a famous <sighs> boulder. Yeah, she needs to date like the boulder that the guy free soloed. 
Yeah. El Capitan or something. She sh- oh my God. She should free solo. First, she should free solo El Capitan. She could, she could do it. And then she should date El Capitan for at least two years. She should, like, and she should have, like, can you imagine, like, the paparazzi crews assembling to watch Kim? <laughs> to fuck. scale El Capitan and then fuck it. <laughs> she should date maple syrup. Just like. Just the substance? Just, yeah. No. Like Vermont's finest. Like she should she be should in date like. Vermont. She should date like a state. Yeah. She I should... could see her dating like. Colorado weirdly came to mind first. Okay. Or like New Mexico. Yeah. But then I think end up with like a Vermont. Oh my God. That is the next logical step for someone as famous as Kim is to date. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. You just got to go bigger and bigger and bigger. She should then date a country eventually. Yeah, like Germany. <laughs> <laughs> or like Switzerland. I think like Poland would be great. Oh, Poland would be hot. Yeah. You would have hot sex with her. I think also like with her collaboration with like Balenciaga it's and it's Polish. so like Polish, like Warsaw, like. Yeah. The like I think that that could be like a really hot like yeah. Czech like she should date like Czechoslovakia. Yeah, I want like a photo of her wearing like a wife beater like track pants and like Balenciaga shoes in like a quarry in Poland mm-hmm. or like an abandoned like warehouse. You know what I mean? And yeah, just with a bag being like with a huge bag being like this. Mm-hmm. That's very Polish to me. Yeah, she with, should like, date a chunk of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Anyway, guys, weigh in. Who else should Kim date? Mm-hmm. And I'm. This is no like I I support. I want that. Like I think this would actually match her. I don't think a man can match her. No, it's beyond that now. Kanye was like the his his He's celebrity. He's the only one I can like see her with. Like I can't accept it, any other couple. No, she can. And only... I can't accept him really with anyone else either. They're forever linked in my mind. Yeah. Wow. Kanye should date all the elements at once and be in a polyamorous relationship with earth, air, fire, and water. Mm-hmm. If he's not already. Snogging. The, I want Kim to snog the Eiffel Tower. I want her, yeah, to be caught in the act. See, I want her to be seen leaving like a hotel, like a restaurant with the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Just like they both, the Eiffel Tower has a little... Just, She's just holding on to it. You have to zoom in with like one of those giant magnets to see the little <laughs> tiny sun- sunglasses, sunglasses on the top. Yeah. <laughs> I want like a, her sex tape with the Eiffel Tower to leak. <laughs> the flashing. She's like, not again. Yeah. <laughs> Chris being like, we're all so proud of the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. We support his new line. And it's like a line of crepes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I tried on a pair of Skims underwear yesterday. Oh, really? How was it? 
It was great. It was like the high waisted, like ribbed, like high cut mm-hmm. underwear. And I was like, oh, I like these. I feel sexy and I want them, but I didn't get them because I would just want to wear them to sleep in. Where'd you try them on at? At Nordstrom. Mm. Do they have men's underwear for skim? No, I don't think so. Is she coming out with a men's line or something? She should. Side note that it's like, you know what's weird is there are no lingerie stores anymore. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Victoria's Secret's gone? Um, I don't think it's gone, but like I couldn't. The only Victoria's Secret I know of is the Cursed Beverly Center, and I refuse to go there. Yeah. I'm in a full state of refusal with the Bev scent. Why? That's where I'm going when the apocalypse comes. Good luck. Well, it's a fortress. I don't trust it. Okay. Um, you don't like it. There, but Victoria's Secret's a very certain kind of lingerie. Like, I feel like there need to be like lingerie stores that just carry all different because there's so many different lingerie brands now. Mm-hmm. But I want like a brick and mortar place where you can like go get lots of different kinds of like sexy underwear. Yeah. Or like it's like if you're looking for like like you can get all different kinds. Right. You get like a your innocent like days of the week cotton mm. panties, but you could also get like a G string. Yeah. And then like really hot like bras and stuff. Wanna know something funny? Do you remember the stepmom or the foster mom in Terminator 2? No. And like she was in Titanic and she's been always in James Cameron movies as like a bit player but she's like a real memorable character actress she's mm-hmm. in titanic tucking her kids in the bed going and they all lived happily together in the okay yeah time. she runs a bra store in the valley cool for like all cool? shapes i forget what it's called but like apparently it's like a really popular bra store and that's like her job now okay maybe i gotta go there yeah and because i posted about how i love her a few years ago and someone was like she, I, she, I go to her bra place okay love that i just love that trajectory a great trajectory character actress to bra maven we need more because even like trashy lingerie which i've never been in but i imagine that it's not like really expensive i think yeah and i guess a lot of lingerie is like either really expensive or not but i think there's like Mm mid-range options or like direct to consumer like online but you can't really try it on la perla it's fucking pricey babe i just like think lingerie needs to make a comeback yeah that's just my two cents about it let's hear let's hear it that's what i think yeah um anyway so everyone leaves and then jen and lisa get to talking and they schnib on some charcuterie which looked really good yeah i was gel and we get to talking about <laughs> lisa goes sit down with me let's lounge <laughs> lisa brings up they kind of start talking about how jen recently there was audio leaked of Jen verbally abusing a designer that was supposed to do a dress for her. And Lisa knows this person and, and they don't say his name, but Lisa goes when bleep was an employee for Jen. Yeah. What beep. like this is not the video that no. leaked of her throwing a phone. That was another we're one. just not going to speak on that I, on the show. I think it's, that was too dark that they just won't. That's insane. I'm like, if you're, if there's one thing to talk about, it's her literally physically abusing someone caught on camera. That was a scary. I, I rewatched that today. Really? Yeah. It's terrifying. She's so cruel. In She's it. an evil person. But the people it. are kind of laughing, filming it, which I loved. <laughs> Lisa opens up the conversation, going, 
are you okay? You and Heather have the most dysfunctional relationship. And then switches into like this assistant, former assistant guy. Yeah. And when the B- assistant claims that he did not leak the audio, but it's like, who did? When Bleep was an employee for Jen, something happened between them. And then Jen goes, she goes, I really tried with him. He's from Hawaii. He's- I trusted him because he was from Hawaii. <laughs> Was goes, like, that's where I'm from. Enough. Yeah, I was like, all right, I get that. Then she flips out. She starts going, she starts hulking a little. She hulks and then Le- even hulks even more when Lisa brings up that Whitney gifted Iris and Bo to Jen's to former bleep. to bleep. <laughs> Which is like, so it's, that was really shitty. Of Whitney to do? No, it's just very like... It's okay. shitty of Whitney to do if she actually did it. and Because there's also the chance that maybe he just bought some and then did the fake influencer thing where you're like, thank you so much mm-hmm. at like Gucci. I could see Whitney sending it to him. Yeah. Fucking shit fucking stir. She's always and, on the... Yeah. But it's also shitty of like Lisa to say that if she really wants to be friends with Whitney. I know. I wrote... I wrote. This is why I'm like, I wrote, Lisa, you trifling... But I love that. Yeah. Because guess what? I trusted him. He's from Hawaii. No one really wants to be friends with Whitney. She just wants Whitney to stop talking shit about her. But it's also... Or she wants to like beat Whitney at her own game. If I was in this group, I'd be like, can we all talk about how Whitney sucks? We all don't have to be friends with her? Yeah. That's what I would say. Because Whitney also does the same thing about Lisa where she's like, she did a setup and I said no and then dodged it. Oh. Oh, this is so fucking... Set up. No, she goes, <laughs> oh, this, this is, is so, so fucking staged. staged. Oh my God. This is so fucking staged, Lisa. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Lisa. This is so staged. Oh my God. Then there's just a woman named Angie standing and watching them talk. Who the fuck talk. is that? Who is this, Who is this Angie? new Angie? She's like, she's like, yeah. She goes, she goes, yeah, I know. He was talking. <laughs> Jen goes, I'm so fucking sick of all this happening to me. <laughs> like, I like stop, the, stop throwing batteries at people. Yeah. Stop defrauding the elderly and being on like your high wire balancing act, praying that the FBI don't like bust you. Stop yelling at Shaw Squad. Yeah. Stop screaming. Like, I'm sure she has a Shaw Squad member like locked in like a secret room of her house. She goes, Do you know how much work I've done in therapy? And how I'm not <laughs> it's like it's really working for you, babe. Yeah, therapy. Like she's like, I'm not the same person I was. I'm like, okay, you're you're, you're worse. worse. <laughs> you're more evil. I would say for someone like Jen, it's like therapy is not enough. Therapy's maybe therapy maybe made it worse. She needs to be incarcerated yeah. and then see a therapist in jail behind bars. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Whitney and her brother will go blading. I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I don't, I try not to throw around like incest vibes, but like, I I knew you were going to go to a place of incest. Yeah. It's, they're a little weird together. (laughs) Hey, bladers club today. So Whitney. Yeah. That's what Whitney says when she wants to get together with her brother and fuck. 
<laughs> secret euphemism. No, goes, I don't think they're actually. No, they, I'm also I'm joking. We're I don't totally think kidding. I just I think they just have that like Mormon thing of like we're so close. Yeah, and they're trauma bonded over their addict dad, so that just gives you a weird vibe. Whitney and her brother like it's freezing cold. N- neither of them are wearing coats, and they're wearing like Lisa. Whitney's all like '80s out. She looks like '80s porny on her blades. I'm so deeply once again confused by the weather because certain people don't dress like it's freezing like heather's daughter who wore a tennis skirt and a crop top to lunch when everyone else was like dressed up in winter outfits it seemed like blustery march and whitney also again i'm like is it freezing is it warm like what's the deal whitney at one point she's blading and she goes like that oh yeah (laughs) she grabs her ankles she goes, my brother and I, every year since we were young in the 90s, get together and hang out and do Blader Club. And it's only a club for me and him. Hey, Blader's Club today? Hell yeah. And then they put on shirts and they like scoot around their like townhouse community. Uh, their gated community weirds me out. Yeah. It's unnatural. Um, she goes, how's dad doing? So Finally, par- the question that's on everyone's lips. Diane Warren. So apparently... Will talks to Diane every week. They hang out. They hang out and he says Diane's, quote, keeping off the grid right now, which means her addiction is <laughs> taken hold. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh and I do hope Diane gets the help she so desperately needs. But whenever you ask how your drug addict family member is doing and someone else says they're, quote, keeping off the grid right now, that's a euphemism. It's not good. For this is not well, not good, bitch. <laughs> not well, bitch. Um, Wit hasn't talked to Diane in six months. So apparently, the last time she saw Diane, <laughs> he like came over to their house and she asked him to babysit her kids while she went to the to movie dinner. or dinner with Justin to have and like that- a chill date night. And apparently, a delivery guy who Whitney was expecting arrived at the house and called Whitney, being like. Hey, some <laughs> some man on a motorcycle is chasing me through the neighborhoods, yelling, screaming, at, screaming me. at me. And she knew then that it was Diane. And I guess Diane was confused and forgot that Whitney said, like, I'm expecting a delivery. No, no, no. The delivery guy couldn't find the Whitney's house. Oh. Then Diane got angry that oh, I, I the delivery this. person couldn't find it. And then decided to take to the motorcycle. Leaving his like grandchildren. Like a bat out of hell and chase this delivery man down. And yell at him in like the dark street. Screaming and him to the point where Whitney's daughter Bobby was hiding in her room. He left his grandchildren. Like I've had problems sometimes with Postmates deliveries. And I understand that it is frustrating when they can't find your abode. But I've never and take would never the- take to the motorcycle and literally go full-blown, like, fast seven on them. And leave children. Leave my children my alone in a, in a house while I go scream and try and run down someone, <laughs> an Uber Eats delivery driver on my motorcycle. And Whitney said that she could hear him in the background yelling. And then when she got home, he, like, was being very weird. And she was like, I... I I knew that he was not sober, but he was trying really hard to hide it from me. Yeah, and so, so she and Justin kicked him out. She was like, you can't come around again. And they haven't talked since. 
really i mean it's and that was sad i feel i do feel as much as i loathe whitney rose i do have a lot of empathy for her situation yeah, me too. with diane it's like that's really hard and she keeps giving him and she's hurt that he's not that he's yeah now hanging with the brother more that she brokered that relationship back to get back to what it was but that's classic like addict triangulation yeah i think she's just like really fed up and who wouldn't be yeah it's like diane get your fucking shit together go back to hair school do something something maybe work at like don't work at a hair salon yeah maybe just maybe just cut hair at home yeah too much for him it's hard um heather and meredith and their daughters go to lunch and i just wrote meredith's daughter is scary she's very tan <laughs> and like airbrushed makeup she looks like chloe Delilah looks Bell. very different than yeah. she did last season mm-hmm. she's gotten she's glam. about four shades darker she looks like delilah yeah Heather, again, kills it at the ordering game with a mm-hmm. catfish BLT and falafel waffle. I was like, my girl. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's like giving Heather's daughter some advice about college. But mm-hmm. it, she's like a little... Isn't she like one year older than her? Yeah. She's like, are you interested in Greek life? Yeah, and then they talk about... They just chat college for a while. And Heather says <laughs> she wasn't a good time girl, <laughs> but she did act as a travel companion to a little person when she was 18 years old. Yeah. She went on a cruise with a man of short stature and he took her on a cruise, like a booze cruise, but she didn't drink. And then she entered a singing competition and won a fifth of an eighth of vodka. vodka. I want a movie about this. Unlikely. Like this is like a road comedy. She, it sounds like a road to sir. It's a road to Sir, and it's like, it's just like an unlikely duo on the open seas. By the way, the Lisa Vanderpump dog mask was chilling. Oh, I didn't see it. She's wearing a Dalmatian head, and it's moving when she talks. Oh my god, no. really, really scary. What did she say? I'm fully dewormed, trust me. She was something about, like, (laughs) Cruella. No no worm follow-up yet. Mm Mm-mm. Meredith has rented a seven-bedroom house in Vail and is going to have a ladies' weekend. And she's like, you, if you want Jen to come, you have to ask her. Because mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Which I was like, all right. Love. Um, Smash cut to the Fresh Wolf event of the century. Lisa's barn party, the barnstorming begins. Lisa exiting the car with Jack, like the shot of their feet getting out of the car mm-hmm. was iconic. She's really pushing her kids as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Meredith arrives with Chloe and Brooks. Brooks has a middle part that I screamed. Brooks was, his look was a lot for me. Yeah. Love that for him though. That. Come on. <laughs> Jen goes over to Heather's house and brings her a bunch of bizarre sex toys that aren't really real sex toys. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I like, like candy bras or candy G strings, like candy tassels or like those aren't sexy. She like makes they both put like dildos on their heads and do ring toss. I'm just like this fake this friendship's fake. Also, I like, imagine Jen's went to Spencer's gifts and stole all that shit. Yep. 
I'm just like, it weirds me out that like, I'm like, they're not, you guys aren't friends. No, you hate each other. And this is weird. And Jen is a, that's a gift. Those are gifts you get for a person you hate. Jen's a full blown. She's, she's chilling to me. She love bombs her friends. That's what she does. Where it's like, we're so much fun. I'm fun, Jen. I'm really fun. We'll have fun together. And has to bring gifts to like pay them off. Yeah. But I'm also like, your gifts are ghoulish. Heather's like, oh, thanks so much. I really... Thanks this... for all this like plastic that you got me. Yeah. Thanks for putting this thing on your head that you want me to shove into my vagina. No, I think it's just like silly games. I didn't like silly... Janets. I don't like silly... I don't like like silly sex toys. You can give tell... Heather, they... Give her a butt plug or something. You can tell they have no interest in actually being friends. Why would you have interest in being friends with Jen Shaw? Especially after all the things she said to Heather. She literally like hit someone last season. She hit Heather. Yeah. And she called her a sea mammal. Yeah. She called her and said that the only role she could ever get is the role of Shrek. It's fucking mean. <laughs> Not okay. Um, there's a man named Cameron that's at Lisa's party who is a friend of is affiliated with Mary that we'll get to. Yeah. Heather then tells Jen that Lisa invited Meredith and Whitney to the Fresh Wolf event. But Heather is questioning why she and Jen weren't invited. And And she tells Jen, Jen's like, well, I don't know, like blah, blah, blah. And Heather goes, well, it's for like, she's doing it with foster care. And Jen goes, are you kidding me? This is for fucking foster care. And then she goes, Jen reveals that hospital aunt, her hospital aunt, adopted children in foster care. But didn't that, isn't that aunt dead now? No, Aunt Nani. With the legs? She's dead? Yeah, she fucking died. Oh, she fucking died? So, like, it's okay. actually not a great story because... She knows my aunt used foster care! Are you kidding me? This is her fucking foster care! This is her fucking foster care! <laughs> also, like, get those kids. They need to funnel that money directly to Nani's foster adopted kids. I know. And then I'm like... Also, like, I'm, okay, I just have a question, which is if someone is, like, a, has serious, serious health problem level diabetes to the point where their legs are going to maybe get cut off, is that the best person that you, to adopt kids? I'm assuming it was before. Like a pre-diabetes I'm I'm assuming it was like in when growing up she like fostered people. No, showed the two kids oh. that were at Jen's house oh. where she's like, "Be careful about Aunt Nani's legs," and they had to like oh. step I, over I mean, her robot legs. I so guess they need all hands on deck. I know, but like, I would I think know. that the goal would be longevity, like being like, "Okay, now that you're adopted, like this is your family for the hopefully the rest of your life and know. theirs, not for like." The next six months before Aunt Nani goes to the hospital and gets her legs cut off and then dies. Which is an unfortunate twist. Yeah. I hope those kids are okay. Me too. I was like, where's the GoFundMe? Like, I need... Mm-hmm. If there is a GoFundMe for those kids, like, I'm throwing, like, a couple hundo in there. Direct us. Um, So Jen's really riled up. Lisa... I love how Lisa continues, even though she didn't come... Lisa continues to invite Whitney... Even though she fucking hates her. It's cool. 
Um, <laughs> I think it's really fucking cool. Jack, <laughs> Inviting like your sworn enemy yeah. to everything. Jack does like kind of a. He like, gives a speech, but it made me uncomfortable. It made me really uncomfortable. Take he, your fanny pack off with the glasses, please. He's like, this this charity is really important to me because someone in my life is a foster boy, but he's not really a kid anymore. <laughs> Dad. And everyone's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And Angie, the sec- Angie duh, is there watching. <laughs> Lisa, and then after he makes a speech, you just hear Lisa off screen go, thanks, Jack. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> She talks to her kids like they're like, they're her employees. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. They're her underlings. Not like, thanks, honey. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Good job, baby. Thanks, Jack. Um, so then Cam comes over <laughs> while Lisa and Meredith are talking and Lisa gives a very like clunky introduction to clearly the reason that he's here is to like drop the bomb about Mary or whatever. She goes, Cameron's how I know Mary. And then this and she photog- goes and Meredith's really good friends with Mary. And Cameron goes, Oh, I'm sorry. And then some photographer conveniently is like, Lisa, John, can I get grab you for a second to take a photo? I mean, this is, are you kidding me? This is so fucking staged, but Meredith, I love it. Meredith's acting was <laughs> amazing. Everyone's acting was, and Lisa going, oh, oh, ooh, yeah, one second. Like, yeah. everyone did their best acting Meredith, this episode. Meredith and Cam, like, sect her off together, and you see Meredith go, wow. <laughs> She's so tell me, like, you were part of Mary's church, but you left, and Cam says that, Mary's church is full of God-fearing people, but Mary and her husband have done some things that have been very harmful, but yeah. he won't say what they are. He's extremely cryptic, which Meredith noted last night on Twitter. Very cryptic language here. Very creepy. You can't be cryptic with Meredith Marks. It will literally throw her into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. Cam goes, be careful. And Meredith, Meredith is, is shook. Because Meredith is like, I... She goes, well, I went last year to, to a service and it was like really beautiful and healing. And he goes, yeah, but that was the only one you went to. He's like, you didn't follow up. He goes, be careful. And I guess he was in the church for seven years. And he's dead. Cam is dead? He died this year. He died in June. Of what? I don't know. You're kidding. No. You're kidding me. He's literally fucking dead. Did he ever get married to his fiance? I don't know. Wait, I gotta Google this. He died. Mary Cross killed. Mary. Mary killed him. <laughs> Cross God. I don't know he if it was questioned, COVID. He questioned Mary, and then paid the price. Am I gonna die because I've taken a stand about sparkling water? I mean, I don't know, Mary. If, it was, if you're listening, I take it all back. I don't know if it was like COVID or like an accident or something, but he died in June. Okay, wait. I'm googling. Lisa did a post about him. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is crazy. It's really sad. He was so vibrant. Cam ever woke. Now I'm going to his Instagram. I don't... There was no cause of death when I was looking it up. Oh, my God. This is so sad. I know. He was really young. Okay. Now I'm looking through Lisa's to see, like, what she has to say. Oh, here we go. 
this was probably like a few months before he died this this moment they were filming which is really eerie oh <laughs> okay sorry i like went <laughs> i misread lisa's post about him and she she like posted a picture of the two of them and said like cam said the following thing to me when the day that Real Housewives of SLC premiered and it made me cry and then did a quote of his. But the quote was like, don't be, don't be scared. You're blessed to experience this moment because you were given this experience as reward. And I thought she was saying this to him post-mortem about like going to heaven. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, this is the craziest thing to say about some recently departed person. Slash also your genius for this. Like she was like, don't question it. Like God wants this for you. But then it was anyways. Okay, wait. We need more intel about. Yeah. Does anyone know anyone in like the SLC area? Like know any tea about how like what went down? R.I.P. Cameron. R.I.P. Gone but never forgotten. So then he leaves and Meredith is like about to cry and she goes up to lisa and she's like i'm really freaked out right now i just had like a disturbing conversation with cameron about mary yeah and he was so cryptic and he said be careful and lisa goes oh yeah he was very traumatized by mary and that's when i was like lisa why are you like what happened and what happened why are you courting the beans cam and then she goes well that's mary's story to tell I love a producer. She's a producer. She is a producer. This she's is a, great. She's a plant. I love I love it. She goes, real trauma. She goes, Mary, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And Meredith goes, that was a very intense conversation. Meredith can't handle that. It was unsettling, the conversation. She has like jewels in her pocket that she like plays with to soothe. Real like, trauma. Real trauma. I believe he's experienced real trauma. But, but what? I, but I will still be friends with his his abuser. She's not friends with Mary, really. Lisa? Well, not They anymore. were just like spatting. Yeah, that's true. Like Meredith is the one that's fr- yeah. more friendly with Lisa than... Real trauma. Or more friendly with Mary than Lisa is. Mm. Anyways, so you're out of Team Barlow. That's sad. I'm not out. I'm just like... Oh, I've, really? I'm singing one, a different tune now. I have one foot on the... <laughs> I have one foot on, hmm? like, pointing on the platform and my other foot I'm hanging onto a balloon. Let me have this. Mm-mm. I'm allowed to flip-flop. You are, but I feel that... Do you feel betrayed? No, but I just think it says a lot... It just says a lot about you. Okay. I feel like I will be vindicated mm-hmm. at the end at the end of time when I'm, judgment day is upon us yeah i'm not, the day the lord takes me I and i go to heaven completely. he'll say you were right about barlow i didn't say, say i didn't write her end. off completely i just said she's I and mean, it's probably just because she's playing producer but i'm like this woman is she's trouble she's a fucking cutthroat i love it i mean and I, I love, love it, it but i'm like i don't trust her but well, I'm, I would never get on her bad side. No. I would respect the queen of Sundance from the moment mm-hmm. we interfaced, and there would never be a moment of disrespect coming from me. Whenever I hear interface, I think about, like, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, well. I want to be invited the- to all the events. Yeah, I want her to throw us a party. I love her 
take a page out of Lisa Barlow's book and invite your worst enemy to your next function it's and pretty, just see what it does. I would love to see her on like the playground as a child mm-hmm. navigating like the social hierarchy of grade school. We're going to play house. Want to come? <laughs> she had the same voice. <laughs> yeah, she was born with the same voice yeah. she is now. We're going to go play with on the wood chips. She literally was out fresh out the womb speaking full sentences. We're going to go in the jungle gym and I'm going to be on the top. And that's how it's going to be. When she was born, the doctors pulled her out and like spanked her. And she goes, ow, that really hurt. It was hot in there. And now I'm cold. <laughs> Could I have a blanket or something? My God. God, may I have a hat? I'm freezing. At least Ugh, a little gray. I would love a little milk if that's possible. Can I get a fur? Do you have? I need layers. I need, I need I, some layers right now. I need some leggings. It's a little chilly. <laughs> She's wearing like $1,000 leggings. Mm-hmm. Ivy Parker leggings. And like a stole. Um, she came out with stri- also straight sleek hair. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that That's, was amazing. That was amazing. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you everyone for coming. All the, <laughs> all the people in the hospital room are like... Their jaws are on the floor. Just like single tears are rolling out of like nurses' eyes. They can't believe it. She sees her mom and she goes, okay, are you my mom? Is that what's happening? Are you my mom? You look amazing. Wow. Okay. You look great. Thank you for that. That was great. (laughs) I love everyone here. Thank you so much for coming. Where's the dad? Oh, there you are. I would love to make a speech right now. It's just, I love to talk is the thing. We love talking in our house. (laughs) She already has like... (laughs) sayings of her family the collective we yeah yeah she was born collectively we we love this we love this okay. we love it here okay we're gonna need some family time now you guys can leave everyone can leave i need to <laughs> i need to snuggle with my mom now all right i'm gonna have a little milk and maybe sleep a little bit and she goes That was good. Thanks, mom. I'm going to sleep. I think I shit my diaper. (laughs) Can someone change me? Thank you. Oh, you're amazing. Thanks, dad. Thanks. (laughs) And she goes, okay, time for me to sleep. Everyone shut up now. (laughs) Sleeps for 13 hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That was great. Are we home? Oh, we're still here. Why are we still here? I thought we were going to go home. I don't like the lighting in here, Mom. It's really unflattering. I am so over this. I'm over this. I'm done talking about this. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. I love baby Lisa. Baby, baby girl <laughs> baby Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> That's the only baby girl Lisa I truly care about is literally baby, baby girl, Lisa. Baby girl Lisa is truly so scared. <laughs> baby girl Lisa pops into my head every once in a while and truly I'll never I'll never forget baby girl Lisa. The real housewives of York PA. <laughs> She's the queen. The real housewives of the Rust Belt. She truly Baby girl Lisa in her like Nigerian shawl. I was like, you have got to stop, my lady. (laughs) When she's just wearing that white and she looks like a little worm. And when she just after she met (laughs) Usman's mother. (laughs) She calls her mama. Mama. And she she talks to her in like with like a Nigerian affectation. 
picked up at the airport with his friends. <laughs> his friends are driving him, driving him home, and she's sitting there like this. <laughs> and her friends, his friends are like, his friends are like, oh my god. Baby girl Lisa is unfazed. (laughs) Baby girl Lisa fucks so hard. She literally got dicked down. She did things kind of right. I mean, she got (sighs) dicked down by a Nigerian hottie for days and days. Got really close into his face. I'm like, my stomach hurts. Baby girl Lisa. That's what she talks. (laughs) I'm his wife, baby girl. Usman screaming threatening him all the time yelling at his friends oscillating between yelling at his friends screaming at him turning his whole family off turning his world upside down you better fuck me (laughs) I had so much fun last night her going up to all his friends at the club and just being like who's that friend here you can't talk to him anymore. Her making him play the song and dedicate it to her and point her out at the club so that all the girls who are there knows that she is his paramour, his lover, his fiance. His enfiance. Oh my God. Sad they didn't work out. But it was <laughs> for best, best for Usman. Yeah. Live your life. He did not know. He has trauma. He has trauma. From that. Remember when they put a goat in the back of their car? To take to mama. Mama. That's what she called. <laughs> Mama's love, younger than her. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with her also thinking that, like, the only way to communicate with a fellow English speaker just who speak. just happens to have a different accent with you, than you is to do their accent to it's them. It's very Lilo. It's incredibly Lilo. Oh, Simon's the best. Giacomo. Giacomo, someone is the best. No? Happy Pride. Mwah. <laughs> um, happy pride love to see you oh my god the Zane Yolanda we'll talk about that in the bonus no let's week. talk about it real quick because okay. it's breaking news Zane what is the truth of the matter he apparently called her a Dutch slut but spot the line no I'm kidding <laughs> no I mean so here's Zane, the thing Zane and Yolanda Foster Hadid are at they war. have a restraining order against each other. Apparently, he like did he restrain against her? I thought it I was just her and the bodyguard sh- against him. She sho- he shoved her, threatened her, called, berated her. Apparently, yeah, she like came into his house that he has with Gigi while Gigi was at Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he was mad about that, and then an altercation ensued where he shoved her against a dresser and then called her a Dutch slut and said like. I had this baby with a fucking sperm that came out of my cock. Like he went pretty hog wild. My, okay. My hot theory that I've always said is that Zane is a drug addict and that Gigi was like first their relationship was like a PR stunt, like her drug bearding him to make him seem like more palatable in the public eye. But then I guess they really did like have feelings for each other. They caught feels. They caught feels. And then I guess, I think she probably maybe accidentally got pregnant, but was like, I'm really rich, so I'll just keep it. And the baby will be beautiful. Yeah, and it's like fine. And I think Zane has probably like relapsed or something. And the reason that 
all of this is getting leaked now by Yolanda is in order to try and get him to like get help because they're so private. Like mm-hmm. just never stuff like this never comes out about their family or anything like that. Yeah. And as annoying as Yolanda is, I mean, she does not deserve to be shoved around by oh, any no. means, but like, I'm sure she's a nightmare mother-in-law. Yeah. I think, but I, the immediate reaction on Twitter was like, like it was trending, like Hadid, lying Hadids. <laughs> like people just immediately saying that Gigi and Yolanda were liars and Zayn is totally innocent. And like, um, take one look at him. He's a dark soul. No, like it's all like One Direction fans. Oh yeah, but I mean, like, like he's like, ever since the like the day or the week he left One Direction, there were like all these photos of him where his camp was like he has the flu and he looked like extremely ghastly. ill, and I was like. I know exactly what kind of flu this man has. Yeah, I think he's just like... I think he struggles. And also that level of fame where like fans are carving your name into their arms and like putting it on Tumblr. But also he... I feel like his career didn't pan out like Harry's and he's like... Well, yeah, probably because he's on... No, I know. But he's like... It's like... I feel like his solo thing didn't really work and he's just like... No, and his album was pretty good. Like it had some bangers on it. I think that he just is like fucked up by the fame of one direction and struggles has substance abuse issues and just like cannot get his shit together time to fly simon cowell in what time to fly simon cowell in i would love i I wish they would do like celebrity intervention anyway i wish they would do celebrity rehab again i love that their like farm is like in philly in like bucks county where apparently galane made a stop at yolanda's farm did you know that? I, I did. She like live there pre Yolanda buying it. I think so, but apparently she like I don't know. I, saw I would some... buy it if Yolanda and Ghislaine were mates. That like makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Dutch slut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, prayers up for Zane. Don't shove people. Yeah, don't shove. Yeah. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E Cattle. See you next week. Love and light.